Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the September 11th edition. Today's post is about books. Books are great mentors. Books um, allow me to read at a pace that works, you know, and stop, pause, process. I love books. I've always read a lot from when I was a kid um, because I was my entire family is still that we used to read at the uh, uh, dinner table, um, travel with books, all that kind of stuff. But for a couple of years, I lost my reading habit. I was reading a lot less than usual. You know, with a startup, um, new ideas, and just work, you tend to lose sight of some good habits, and that's what happened to me. So I sacrificed the time I spent reading by working. But finally, one of the silver linings of the pandemic, I caught myself. I had more time in my hands and corrected a couple of years of not reading. So I thought I'd use today's post to share a few books that I learn a lot from. Because books are a, an amazing medium. They allow you to see what someone else's brain functions like. But you get to interpret it in your own way. You get to visualize it in your own way. And some authors you connect with because they are able to express a previously unsaid or hazily defined thought in your head so much better than you can, even to yourself. And when you really click with a book, it's possible to undergo a paradigm shift. You, you might go down rabbit holes that you never knew existed. So, five books that really allowed me to spiral upwards. The first ones on, well, fitness and strength and philosophy. It's by my favorite strength coach, Coach Dan John. It's called Never Let Go. Now, this is a book on life, strength training, a book on principles, and lessons learned about well, all of them. Coach has written a, a lot of books. Um, he's a great, great storyteller. Um, some of his more recent work might be more applicable for you, say 40 Years with a Whistle, which is, well, his 40 years as a strength coach. A few of his books are very um, strength training related. Um, but not so much jargon or any such thing. You can pick up any of them, but for me, this book was an eye-opener. This is a book I reread at least every other year. Some lessons clicked immediately because I had gone through something similar, right? I mean, that's the seems to be the only way to learn. But as I would read um, every year, um, back then, I used to read this 
at least every year uh, stuff that previously did not make sense to me suddenly would make more sense and i'd be like huh how is that i read this stuff last year and it made no sense but suddenly coaches become smarter so with these subsequent readings what i realized was well i don't have the experience yet in my life or in my coaching to have had that insight and i learned a very smart shortcut if i say so myself i'm just going to copy stuff i don't understand i'm just going to try to do them try to emulate them and one day i will understand because so far in this book half the stuff are well definitely true and most of the other half must be as well and it has proven true over the last decade or so of me reading this so with the stuff that i already uh, learned i realize oh okay so this is how he processes it or this is what his experience tells him and i develop a cheat sheet but i'll leave you with one of the stuff i didn't understand back then and i knew i didn't understand back then but i knew it was also important it's this concept of work rest play pray i've linked it in the post um do give it a read so the lesson is about finding balance in our lives and it's very pertinent especially as we keep getting busier and busier more things to do more places to vacation more tv to watch more work to do more friends to drink with more drinks to drink more places to go drink more food to eat the stress of living has gone up coach talks about how we need to find balance amongst all these four aspects of our lives so if you find yourself working more and not moving forward in life or getting uh frustrated or losing your energy see if you're lacking rest see if you're lacking play see if you're lacking pray in strength training it's obviously a simple fundamental concept that you can't get around if you lift a lot of weights you need to rest to recover to allow the body to super compensate and as i have trained for the better part of a decade i realize i need to have enough play also where i can goof around where i can let off some steam where i not so critical and i need to spend some time praying which is for me going over my journals going over my learnings um going over what my students learnings are and feeding them back into my thought process so this obviously is not about strength training alone this is about life and how it applies so if you feel you're struggling to find balance and honestly i think all of us are do check this out and a couple of years ago i had the opportunity to chat with coach over zoom 
uh, another silver lining of the pandemic. Um, if you have an hour, I highly, highly recommend you check out um, this conversation. So that's the first one. The second one is called How to Live by Derek Sivers. Derek's one of my favorite authors. If one day I ever uh, managed to write a book, I would like to write it in his way. His writing is so simple. His editing is brutal. Reading his books uh, is a breeze because it's so simple to consume and the anecdotes, the stories, the there's no um, extra fancy stuff from him. Yeah, it's he, he, he's one of my favorite authors. I love all his books and you certainly won't go wrong by buying all four, but I would recommend you start with Hell Yeah or No because you can read the entirety of the book via his blog. And it's a simple post I have linked to also. I mean, that's where the book title come from, comes from. It simply is this. You use this as a heuristic. When something comes up, do you feel, is your immediate response, hell yeah? Well, if that's not the immediate response, then your answer to it should be no. Uh, this is a lesson I like to, I, I, I understand, but I haven't implemented I still find myself agreeing to a bunch of things that are most definitely not hell yeah. But I've learned to start saying no to more things. I'm yet to work up the courage to say no to all of them. But I know it's a process. Uh, for um, the entrepreneurs out there, uh, Derek's also the founder of CD Baby. If you're old enough, you should know what CD Baby is. Um, back in the late 90s, um, he, he started it and it grew to be one of the largest independent music publishing um, publishers out there. It still is, um, but he sold it um, 15 years ago or thereabouts. Um, he's also got a full TED Talk, so check it out. Uh, the third book is... Um, the Tao of Jeet Kunido by Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, Tao is actually pronounced Dao, but eh, it's fine. I'm I'm Indian, so those of you who read my quotes would know that I quote Bruce Lee a lot. Now his thinking and philosophy connect as I read more about philosophy and about where his philosophical underpinnings are. And it allows me to understand his writings even more. Now, this book has a lot of stuff about his martial art. That's what uh, Jeet Kune Do is, which you might think is not relevant. But I find them incredibly useful to think about my physical and mental training as well. For example, here's a quote. The mastery of proper fundamentals and their progressive application is the secret to being a great fighter. End quote. Form, technique, and progressive overload. Ta-da! But it is his musings on the larger schemes of life that blew my mind away when I was 
20 something um clueless about uh the philosophy or any kind of deeper thoughts um except you know uh, what do i eat and how do i uh, uh lose my belly and when i came across him yeah just mind blowing so i'll leave you with one more quote here it is when real feeling occurs such as anger or fear can the stylist express himself with the classical method or is he merely listening to his screams and yells is he a living expressive human being or merely a patternized mechanical robot is he an entity capable of flowing with external circumstances or is he resisting his set of chosen patterns is his chosen pattern forming a screen between him and the opponent and preventing a total and fresh relationship end quote the fourth book is the war of art by steven pressfield and this book was the slap in the face that i needed my reading had stagnated as i told you my writing had stagnated my thought process had stagnated was stuck in the weeds and this book was perfect i needed a slap and this book delivered that so if you ever find yourself stuck if you think you are procrastinating too much if you feel you are here in this world to do something awesome but aren't getting around to it you are not figuring it out do yourself a favor buy this book get slapped it will change something the last one is a book called a guide to the good life by william irvine i always thought philosophy was complicated and useless for life that only bearded gents in stuffy suits and tweed jackets and blah blahs discuss this um, using words that you know no sensible people used and in parallel i was also looking for non sectarian methods of how to be a decent human being i mean it sounds so obvious right but the, a lot of the things that we are going through smarter people than us should have answered it where where was all this and more importantly for me uh, where was all this without the uh baggage of sectarianism on it and i stumbled onto stoicism and this book was the start it led me to other books about the stoics meditations by uh, marcus aurelius fascinating book um ryan holiday's work um he yeah he's a beautiful writer then seneca epictetus uh, uh, etc if you get started you all of these will uh sound less gibberish to you but this book is written in a simple style adequate hand holding for the for a noob like me and i realized oh philosophy was 
all about learning to lead a good, sensible, moral life. It led me to explore previously unexplored parts, spirituality, meditation, uh, questioning and shedding old labels, because it's easy to get carried away by labels. For example, one doesn't need to be a stoic. And again, it's different from the English word stoic, uh, small s, capital S. Yeah, so one doesn't need to be a stoic to learn practical and fundamental lessons from this school. One lesson I'll leave you with is to control the controllable. I don't know about you, but I lose my shit all the time by trying to or wanting to control something that is not out of my, not in my control. Understanding that you're being an income poop, coming to terms with it and working on controlling what is under your control is actually so empowering. And highly recommend you check this out or um, again, as I mentioned, uh, Ryan Holiday's books are a good place to start as well. Anywho, thank you for indulging me as I shared uh, five books that I've enjoyed reading and learned a lot from. Now, not all or maybe none of them will click or be your cup of tea, but they could be. And think about it, books are a cheap investment. I mean, the total outlay for all of this is going to be about two grand. And even if you learn one thing from it, it's worth the price of you know two grand. Now, if it opens new doors in your head, can't put a price on that. Well, anywho, that's that. Um, I am traveling, so I'm not sure about my audio stuff uh, over the next three weeks, but I'll do my best to stay consistent and uh, record. You have a good one. I will connect later. This is Coach A signing off. Bye-bye.